if you guys want to get in on the golf game that is sweeping the DNVR universe, you got to download WGT from dnvrgolf.com. You can play against your friends. You can play against 20 million people online. You can also play against us, me, Adam Vote, all your favorite personalities from DNVR in these tournaments. So make sure to download WGT Golf from dnvrgolf.com. Search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. It's filling up fast, so get in quickly before this weekend and you can take us all on in a tournament. Who knows what we'll play? Maybe Pebble Beach, maybe St. Andrews, maybe a best of the par fours. We did a best of the par fives last week and it was pretty tough. Uh, but make sure to download WGT from dnvrgolf.com. Search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. What is up, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by DraftKings. I'm your host today, Brennan Vogt, joined by uh, the Peloton Prince, Harrison Wind. Harrison, this is kind of weird. This is what we used to do before the DNBA show, before the pandemic, just one-on-one podcasts. Feels like from a lifetime ago, man. Yeah, I feel like we're uh, like underground here. We could say whatever we wanted right now, and it wouldn't be live, and then we could just edit it out. There you go. Just clip it before we post the show. I feel sick. really get wild. <laughs> Give me your uh, your best Ben Simmons trades, and then we'll edit it out. Um. <laughs> yeah, before we get going, we should probably say use code DNVR when you sign up on DraftKings. Uh, for a limited time right now, this is a crazy deal that DraftKings has going, but all new users can you bet $1 to win $252 on this weekend's main event what? Uh, in uh, UFC 252. So, That's crazy. Yeah, that is uh, absolutely crazy. So get on that. I recommend doing that, man, because I our guy Eric Weedham tweeted this today. Betting these uh, NBA seeding games is a, is a roller coaster. It's a nightmare, actually, to be honest. So I was going to bring this up on the post-game show last night, but I won big on um, a game last night. It was Dallas-Utah. Nice. Dallas-Utah. So what happened in this game, Utah was up 16 at the half, and Dallas was a huge um, second-half underdog. They weren't playing Luka. They weren't playing Porzingis, and Utah had been playing their starters. But right as the third quarter starts, I pop on Twitter. I see a tweet that Utah's not going to be playing Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and their regulars in the second half. That What that means to me is a second half full of Emmanuel Moutier. Oh, yeah. We know what that means. I jump on Dallas. I bet $5. I win $75 after Dallas comes back from a 16-point deficit and then wins by eight. It wasn't even a a close game at the end. My my roommate wanted to make uh, her first sports bet, and she had her free bet from DraftKings thanks thanks to the promo. And uh, we put it all in the Brooklyn Nets to beat the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I look like a smart person, man. I look very, very smart. I think she made two hundred and fifty dollars off that free bet. So, yeah. DraftKings is a—it's uh, all over the place right now. I will say this: if you're looking for guaranteed money until they move that Michael Porter Jr. line on the threes from two and a half, he's going to hit three threes like nine out of ten times, man. So I'm just going to keep hitting that over. Mm-hmm. As long as he plays the minutes. He's I, he's probably gone over like all the props as long as he's gotten the uh, necessary amount of minutes. But 
Now, as we'll talk about, maybe that's a little up in the air over these last couple games. Nice tease, nice tease. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, we do have some news at the top of the show. Our uh, buddy Mike Singer from the Denver Post reporting the Nuggets are getting one more reinforcement. Vlatko Chanchar, suffering from a fractured foot, is in the bubble and currently in the quarantine process. Uh, Vlatko is not expected to play, of course, but Harrison, Denver's entire team is there. And you know what? I do not think this is trivial, and I'm sure you know where I'm going with this. Uh, Vlatko is... The Jokic Whisperer, especially in the absence of Wancha Erna Gomez. So I'm not I'm not worried about Jokic at all. He was in cruise control in those games. But if you want to see happy Yoke living his best life, smile on his face, step one, get his buddies in town. So I think Vlaco coming, just another sign that uh Big Honey's about to dominate. I'm with you. I reported on this early in the season. It seems like years ago at this point. Um but Vlatko and Nikola Jokic have struck up a pretty close friendship over the last year or so. And I think uh, Vlatko is Jokic's best friend on the team. Uh, just from talking to people and just kind of getting a sense of the roster dynamics here in Denver. And um, Vlatko's not afraid to tell Jokic how it yeah. is, to give it to him straight. And uh, as I wrote way back when, first couple months of the season... There's been times when Jokic has had a really bad first half, gone into the locker room, and Vlatko has talked shit to him. There's a classic example. Early in the year, Nikola Vucevic lit up the Nuggets in the first half. Uh, the Nuggets walk into the locker room at halftime, and uh, within earshot of Jokic, Vlatko says, Man, I didn't know Nikola Vucevic was that good. Uh, <laughs> what happens? Jokic goes on a tear in the second half, and the Nuggets win. So it's little things like that um, that Vlatko brings, which could, could be valuable inside the bubble. Vlatko's the man. I remember, I think it was the first loss in uh, to the Lakers in Denver at home. Jokic immediately went up to the weight room after the game, and I heard some dudes hollering, just tossing some weight around. And a drenched, <laughs> a drenched Vlatko comes down first. He's always there pushing him, man. And, you know, we joke, but, but that's no small thing. So definitely good for Jokic, I think, to have... Uh, what he might consider close to kin there. What are the odds that they were actually just they, the Nuggets set up a uh, a makeshift wrestling ring in the middle of the practice court, and those two dudes were just going at it? What are the odds uh, of that? Uh, low, but I'd <laughs> like to choose to believe that it happened. Yeah. Um, so we've got some games going on right now, dude, with some implications with regards to seeding, which is um, the real topic of discussion so far through these through these bubble games. Uh, we've got teams trying to lose left and right. Um, are we tanking to get Portland playing L.A.? Should teams be taking to get Phoenix playing L.A.? Um, mm. <laughs> but, hey, Dallas is playing Portland right now, and if they lose, Harrison, I believe, either literally or more or less, they are locked into that seven seed. Um, do I have that right, to your knowledge? Yeah. I mean, there's so many scenarios that could still happen right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not even trying to, like, look super in-depth at it and go, you know, through the list through the flow chart and just really hammer out what needs to happen for every <laughs> team to get every seed because it's literally going to change uh, yep. a couple times today and tomorrow, and it could change based on what happens in this Portland-Dallas game. But, yeah, I think if Portland wins, uh, and they've certainly got more motivation to win uh, than Dallas does in this one, it seems like Dallas is going to be locked into the seventh seed. And the real interesting dynamic here is, from a Nuggets perspective is 
you know, what happens with the 2-3, the Clippers yeah. and the Nuggets. Because, of course, this game coming up, which we'll talk about, uh, the Nuggets are playing the Clippers tomorrow on Wednesday. So even if the Nuggets win that game, the Clippers' last seeding game is against the Thunder, who have a top-20 protected pick. In order to keep that pick, they've got to finish you know, in the bottom 20 of the league, ah. which I think they are trending towards if they keep losing. Uh, so the Thunder have a lot of mo- motivation to lose that game. You probably got to bank on, you know, the Clippers winning that eighth seeding game. And look, this stuff is so up in the air, it could all change. But this is how I see it most likely working out. So it's going to be really tough for the Nuggets to get the two seed. If they want it, I don't know if they even want it, but if they did want it, it's going to be tough because they'll have to beat the Clippers and then get the Clippers to lose to the Thunder in that eight seeding game. So how it looks right now, Clippers two, Nuggets three, Rockets four. I could see it finishing that way. I just can't wait for this to be over because there's so much conversation about Portland and Dallas, which is strange to me. Um, Dallas, I mean, Luka Doncic, of course, such a dangerous player. Dallas, probably the seventh seed and likely going to lose in round one to the Clippers. Um, likely going to lose in round one, no matter who they play, in my opinion. But more to the point, I do think there's a little bit of overstating in terms of like the trying to lose stuff. I think there are teams that are okay with losing. And so that means, like, if you go back and you listen to Malone's comments, it was premeditated that he was not going to push the starters, that they were going to try to stay healthy. Um, So I don't know if it's like, hey, let's throw this one. I'm sure once the bench is in there in the fourth quarter, Malone would like to see them win, as would all these other coaches. Um, They're just comfortable with losing. But, again, I don't know how anyone could sort of try to even try to control their own destiny when it's changing game to game. Um, I don't know. I'm just getting fired up about it. Yeah, all this seating nonsense. it's tough because so much of it is out of your control. That, right. that That's the thing. If you could control your own destiny for what seeds you wanted and what opponent you wanted, that's one thing, uh, but you can't. That being said, mm. that being said, um, Dallas to me is clearly uh, the toughest matchup out of the Thunder, the Jazz, and the Mavericks. Yeah. They just are. Uh, they have a plus five-and-a-half point differential this season. That's the third best in the West. Uh, so from a point differential standpoint, they were the third best team in the West. Uh, Luka Doncic is playing almost as well as anybody yeah. in the bubble right now. So um, it's tough. You can't control your own destiny. You certainly don't want to bank on relying on other teams to help you out to get the seed in an opponent that you want. But I would not want to play Dallas. I'll just say that. Fair enough. Um Fair enough. I think you're a coward for saying that. I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm fine. Look, I'm fine being a coward. I'm fine. Call me a coward. Me, call me a coward. Me um, call me a coward. I want the easiest road in the playoffs possible. Call no, me a I coward. Mean, you know, you're right. You're right. Uh, but it does look like one way or another. It's probably Utah or OKC, which is good news. Um, but again, we're probably jumping the gun on trying to predict that stuff. When, when we hit a break, brother, and when we come back, we'll talk about that Clippers game, um, some of this bubble award news, and And, yeah, we'll dive into the weeds if we think these starters are even going to play. Certainly. Uh, First of all, and, man, since we've been doing the post-game shows at the bar, uh, I've been drinking a lot of breakfast. I'm going to have to start hitting the Peloton a little bit more for sure. Um, But you guys can pick up Brew at Davidson's. They have pickup and delivery, curbside pickup, that is. Uh, They're always stocked with Brew. They got all your favorites. The 15-can sampler. Uh, they've got the Mile High City Copper Lager, um, 
You know what I've really been into lately is the mango mosaic at the DMVR bar. All in. Yeah, it's funny. All the bartenders are like, man, you guys drink a lot of mango mosaic. We're and yeah, I don't know. It's just like the perfect drink to uh, drink at the DMVR bar. Uh, so pick up Rec Brew from Davidson's uh, or your local liquor store. They have curbside pickup and delivery at Davidson's. And also the hits literally keep on coming from one MMA event to the next. They grow in excitement and anticipation. And UFC 252 is no different with two of the sport's most respected fighters stepping into the octagon this weekend. There's no better place to get in on all the action than on DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. And for this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering all new users the opportunity to bet $1 to win $252. Um, I'm I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This is a real promotion uh, from DraftKings. Uh, You can head to the app right now and check out all they have to offer, including fighter props, round-by-round betting, uh, and so much more. And again, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering new users the opportunity to bet $1 to win $252 when placing a bet on the big fight. So make sure to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DNVR when you sign up for a limited time. All new users can get a one can bet one dollar to win two hundred fifty two dollars on this weekend's main event. Must be twenty one or older, Colorado only. Other terms and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one 4700 All right, we got more news. We have an injury update ahead of tomorrow's game. Uh, Gary Harris and Will Barton are out. Jeremy Grant is questionable. And Harrison, for the second game in a row, I am pleasantly surprised not to see Jamal Murray's name on that list. Honestly, I really thought he'd be there. But Yeah, so he looked super banged up in that Utah game. Um, I was stunned he played as much as he did. It was pretty funny, actually, on the pregame call with Michael Malone before this game against the Lakers. Uh, he was quick to point out that the minutes limit for Murray was actually 28 not wow. 22, Still which Murray has it. said post game. <laughs> Still blew past it, but Malone pointed out that he was on schedule before the game went to overtime. And if uh, those questionable calls, mm. uh, one of which mm. uh, was proven to be an incorrect call on the last two minute report did not take place, Murray would have been right in line with his uh, 28 minutes or so. I think he still would have gone a little over. Um, but right, that actually does make yeah. sense. I was going to say, yeah. 15 minutes is a lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, nevertheless, nevertheless, he looked a lot more comfortable and healthier in this Laker game, I thought, than that Utah game. Would you agree? Definitely. I thought yeah. so. I mean, I th- it was interesting because against a team like the Lakers with so much size, especially on the interior, um, you'd think he might struggle to find his shot in or around um, the rim, but not so much. I mean, he looked, he looked strong. He looked twitchy, and I thought he looked healthier for sure. So really encouraging stuff to see him off the injury report. But do we think we're going to see much of him on the court? To reframe the question more broadly, are the Nuggets going to go for this Clippers game? It's tough. Um, I think the Clippers are going to go for it more than the Nuggets. Hmm. Um, I'll say that. Uh, I think we could see Denver playing it out maybe pretty similar to this Laker game. Uh, You go with your regular rotation for three quarters, for two and a half quarters, then you kind of ease up in the fourth. I could see that happening. 
Yeah, especially if Dallas does go ahead and lose this game tonight, if they're locked into that seven seed, I mean, at that point, do you really want the two seed? I seems like you do not. <laughs> seems like you don't. I do not. I do not want the two seed. If I'm the Nuggets, I uh, I lose this game. I swear. <laughs> I, I call me a coward, but I do not want the two seed. I'm going to do something useless. I'm going to give a live update in a recorded podcast that will drop tomorrow. But <laughs> okay. Dallas up three with five and a half minutes left. So the viewers wow. are ahead of us at this point, man. Only they know. Wow. Okay. Um, the, the one thing that's interesting uh, when it comes to Denver's injuries, and maybe they get Gary Harris, Will Barton back for uh, a appearance in their eighth seeding game. Uh, we'll see on that. But Jeremy Graham, um, I think Jeremy Grant could be the key or a key in a potential matchup with the Clippers. Uh, he defended Kawhi Leonard really well That's a, great point. Uh, a couple of different times during the regular season. Um, but here's the Nuggets option with this Clippers game. And I got to give credit to the homie Miroslav, who actually brought this up on um, that the Nuggets Europe show, which I was on here on uh, Tuesday. Mm, great um, yeah, great show. So the Nuggets have an, two options here. They can throw Grant out there, and, and yeah, he's uh, a little injured right now, knee soreness, so that might be a little risky. They can throw him out there, see how he defends Kawhi Leonard, uh, see how that matchup looks for a potential meeting later on in the playoffs, or they can kind of hide their hand mm. and not throw out the Jeremy Grant wild card defending Kawhi Leonard and really save that for – a playoff series. So a couple different options for Denver. I think it was the Bucks who went with a small unit and were consistently dropping and pick and roll coverage against Dame, which is like blasphemous. But then it dawned on me that Bud is definitely not showing his hand in the seeding games. Um, it's funny. I don't think of Malone, like the Nuggets are often in this place where they would just like to win the game. So I don't think yeah. like Malone gets a lot of opportunity to pull those strings. Um, but you might be right, and that's what I would do, especially if Grant's hurting, uh, especially if, if allegedly they fear Dallas. There's no point in, in throwing Grant out there to uh, to get hurt guarding uh, the animal that is Kawhi Leonard um, and, and give L.A. an additional look at, at what your defense would be in that series. So yeah. that's a good point. I, I definitely like the, the Clippers in that game. Yeah. I don't know if the Nuggets fear Dallas. I fear Dallas. This is me, my personal <laughs> belief. I fear Dallas. Um, yeah, so maybe Jeremy Grant, maybe not Jeremy Grant. Um, but either way, I can't see the Nuggets playing their regulars more than 30 minutes in yeah. this game. Uh, if they didn't do it against the Lakers, I can't see them doing it this game. Uh, another interesting aspect here from the Clippers' perspective, they're a little banged up. No Montrez Harrell, no Patrick Beverly in this game, no Landry Shamit. So, uh, one less shooter there in Shamit for Denver to worry about, which is a good thing for the Nuggets and their uh, uh, lacking three point in the three point defense category. But the Clippers have also had like two days off in between games. I'm pretty sure. Uh, so a little quirk in the schedule that I don't think Denver got uh, the advantage of. I don't think the Nuggets got a, a two day break here, even after the back to back. So the Clippers will be uh, well rested for this one. So I wrote my grades piece last night. I gave Michael Malone a grade, which is not customary, because um, I just love the way he's handled this, just the overall approach. Um, how do you feel about it, the way the Nuggets have approached these seeding games? I mean, to some extent, his hands were tied or forced um, with the lack of players available. But with where we felt about the Nuggets two weeks ago and now, I mean, how, how do you feel about his approach in the seeding games? 
you've got to say that the Nuggets have really weathered the storm. Mm. Uh, I think they've weathered the storm. This stay in the bubble for Denver couldn't have gotten off to a worse start. Oh, nightmare. It, it could not have gotten off to a worse start. They had nine guys down there. Like for the first two weeks of this thing, they couldn't even and not just nine practice. guys. Like which nine guys were because it, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. Will Barton, Jokic, or Gary Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Will Barton had been down there for a while, but oh, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was hurting. But just like they couldn't scrimmage uh, for weeks down there, and so they've definitely weathered the storm. And I think now you're getting to a point where um, the Nuggets are their stock is rising. Uh, I think they're coming together. They're gaining chemistry. And you look around the league, and it feels like a couple other teams, especially in the West, are kind of stagnant right now, mm. like the Lakers, the Clippers, uh, the Jazz, the Thunder even. Um, so I think Denver, yes, they were behind the eight ball to start. Uh, but now it seems like they've got some momentum. At least that's how I feel. So I think Malone's weathered the storm beautifully. I think he's managed the minutes well. Uh, I do think playing Jamal Murray, the minutes that he did in Utah, was crazy. And I can't believe that happened. And I think Denver's kind of lucky that Murray seems like he's okay. Uh, that might have been the only misstep I think the Nuggets have made here. Um, but I think Malone's done a great job. I mean, what an image seeing uh, the actual young core on the bench as if they're a group of um... – of withered veterans just cheering on the young guys, you know, and and all they'd gone from this desperate situation to they're just having fun, they're playing loose, um, and I think they feel dangerous. So I'm with you, man. Great job from Malone. Let's hit another break, dude, and then uh, we'll wrap this up with some bubble awards talk. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., are your ears ringing, young man? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I've been taking a class at MSU Denver online for really this whole summer. It's wrapping up here. It's been a great experience, and I can't recommend MSU Denver Online anymore. If you're just looking to take a class, wanting to learn more about a subject, or maybe you're looking to go back to school, finish your degree, maybe you never even uh, had the opportunity to go to college, and you're just looking to get your undergrad, MSU Denver Online is awesome. They have awesome teachers who actually work in the field of the class that you're taking. So it's great for networking also. Uh, so they have their entire course list online. Uh, check out MSU Denver online. And also check out the DNVR Rugby podcast with Colton Strickler. Colton gets some awesome guests on there from the rugby world. Players, coaches, announcers, league personnel. Um, maybe Colton will be the Woj of rugby one day because it seems like he's well-connected uh, in the rugby world. So. Check out the DNVR Rugby Podcast. Also check out all of his written content on thednvr.com. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on in the rugby world, as always. So make sure to check it out. Tight game. Portland-Dallas one-point game. <laughs> Four minutes remaining. <laughs> uh, as we move along here on the DNVR Nuggets podcast, uh, it was the league announced today that they will uh, be doing some bubble awards here, some seeding game awards. So I believe that they're going to put like a an all-star team, like a first-team all-seeding games together, more or less, and then name a player of the seeding games. Do I have that correct? Uh, yes, I think you have that correct. Does Anthony Davis qualify at center is my big question. <laughs> well played. Um, I was looking at a, a list of some of the best um, performances. Kevin Pelton put a, a win-above-replacement player list together for the seeding games. 
Mm-hmm. No centers on that list. I think Thomas Bryant is the first name that pops up. Um, but, Harrison, this is relevant to Nuggets fans because Michael Porter Jr. is going to be in the running here, um, both to be listed on the team and maybe as the player of the seeding game. Is, is that too homer of me, or is that is that fair to say? The MVP of the seeding round, I think that is a little too homer of you. Yeah. Um, this is Devin Booker, right? You could argue TJ Warren, but I'm with you. I'm with you. You could argue TJ Warren. Uh, the Suns are seven and zero, though. The Suns are seven and zero in the seeding games, and I, I think coming into this, Kevin Pelton, who does ESPN's projections, gave the Suns and his model gave the Suns like a one percent chance to get into the playing game, and I think they still might even need some help to get in. Um, but if if Dallas beats Portland, I, I, that obviously helps them. But I mean, if the Suns get a playoff spot out of this, um, this it could be a referendum on Devin Booker's like yeah. entire career. You know? Yeah. No, it's true. And we talk so much about like, oh, we don't get to say see him play winning basketball or high leverage basketball. Is he just a high volume scorer? Or these empty numbers. I mean, this isn't the playoffs, but you know what? For the Suns, it is. They've needed all seven of these games. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been that dude. I'm with you. Booker's my pick. TJ Warren. Um, also in the running, I think Dame. Yeah, D- D- Dame is having another 50-point game as we speak here. I yeah, think. so that's pretty good. Um, and Harden's actually had a decent bubble as well. Uh, but yeah, Booker. Booker's probably the name given the, the narrative as well. Yeah, James Harden, you just like look up and he's averaging 33 a game in the bubble. Oh, oh. No, no big deal. No oh, big deal. Another day, another dollar. Uh, all right, can I give you my my seeding game team? Sure, sure. I'm gonna go with Dame, Devin Booker, T.J. Warren, Michael Porter Jr. And I'm just gonna cheat. I don't even know if he really had a. Go- I'm just gonna go all the way down and grab Giannis as my center. Uh huh. He's yeah. I don't know if he qualifies, but uh, Giannis 31 points. 12.8 rebounds, 6.1 assists also in good. the bubble. Uh, as Milwaukee has only gone two and three. What do you what do you think about Milwaukee? Are they They're, a sure thing to come out of the East, or mm, what do you think? Not a sure thing. I'm not worried about their seeding games because, as as mentioned before, I don't think Bud's shown his hand. He's definitely pulled his starters. Um, see that Brooklyn game, but you know, look, man, it, it. I don't think there's ever been a team that's more dominant on paper resume that I feel more reserved about or have more questions about and maybe that's just big market energy and they deserve better but it's hard for me to really get behind them what do you think yeah i'm with you because Giannis can be absolutely dominant for you know the first 44 minutes of a game 43 minutes but in the last five minutes there are still a lot of question marks around him yeah you can really neutralize him in the last five minutes of the game and that's really been the case for the last couple of years. So, uh, no, I don't think they're a sure thing in the East, and I think they're going to get pushed. I think they could get pushed by Toronto. I think they could get pushed, um, you know, by someone else in a series. I, I think they're still the favorite to come out of the East, um, but I, I don't think they're a sure thing. Uh, my all-seeding round team – it's probably the same as yours if Giannis is a front court player. I don't know what the uh, position designations are. Well, all but... bets are off if first team LNBA has told us anything. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I think that that's the clear five, right? 
yeah. Lillard, Booker, Giannis, TJ Warren. And yeah, I mean, are we going per 36 minutes? Or actually, no, that's not even an argument with Michael Porter Jr. anymore. He's playing enough minutes, finally. I think if you're taking two forwards, three forwards, you just throw him in there, man. That dude was ridiculous. Yeah. It's probably him or Luca for that last spot. Yeah. Luca has been amazing as well. And Luca logging 40 minutes a game in the seeding round. 40 minutes a game for a uh, Dallas team that like has been locked into a seat, it's felt like, for pretty much this whole thing. Uh, yeah, maybe that's because they're not as good as everyone thinks, Harrison. <laughs> um, uh, last one for uh, a couple of things for me, and then we'll get, get out of here. Biggest surprise from the bubble? Um, the honest answer is that Michael Porter Jr. started as many games as he did, but uh, I'm just going to go with TJ Warren turning into prime Michael Jordan for seven games. <laughs> I like that. Isn't it, hard to... isn't it funny with Michael Porter Jr.? Now it's not even a hot take or really a debate on if he's the starter when the playoffs begin. I know. Not at all, dude. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, the, I think the debate is like, can he win you a series already? Yeah. You know? it, it's so such a cool take now that he should be, you know, the Nuggets starting small forward. It, it's like so obvious. And um, it, it seems like a sure thing that's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Porter's been – a surprise for sure. I thought he was going to have an impact. I don't think anybody saw this type of impact coming. Uh, TJ Warren's been great for me though. And I kind of hit on it already. It's, it's yeah. been the Suns. It's no been kidding. such a cool start story with Phoenix. And um, I think it's funny. Like we were talking about the 22 teams getting invited to the bubble. Why are they doing 22? This is crazy. Why are the Kings in the bubble? Yeah, Why are the Suns in the bubble? Yeah. And look, it still was a little crazy. <laughs> it still was a little wild that they invited 22 teams. Because, yes, you got the Suns and the Blazers, but you also got the Kings and the Wizards. Yeah, it was uh, just like 48 <laughs> hours for that, those dreams to die. Yeah, so it is still a little crazy. But a team like Phoenix, I mean, this is going to just benefit them so much going forward. Yeah. Uh, I mean – if the Suns were not in the bubble, Phoenix is looking at this year as a huge disappointment. Yes, Devin Booker was good, but, I mean, there were just so many other questions with that roster. Yes, DeAndre Ayton took a step forward, but, I mean, are we still trying to win now? Are we still looking to acquire young players? I mean, now if I think Phoenix can look at this team and what they've done over these seeding games and say, all right, we've got some real momentum here. Yeah. We've got some real momentum, and we can push really hard for the playoffs next season. So uh, this run is huge for the Suns' future, I think. I think it's true. This is probably my worst take of all time, but I think it. I think it's big for them trying to keep Devin Booker around. You know, just him playing in, in some meaningful games. Um, I am talking about seeding games that everyone was throwing, but for him to play well and for the Suns to get this feeling, I mean, they need, he needed to get a taste of it there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, this last one I just shoehorned in here so I could get some shade in here. Biggest disappointment of the bubble, it's the Los Angeles Lakers, baby. <laughs> Depending on your perspective, one might say delicious, um, not disappointing at all. But, yeah, they look terrible, dude. And I am among the biggest proponents of, look, playoff LeBron's a different animal. But they went for that game against Denver's bench. They went for it. And they almost didn't get it, man. They're a disappointment. Yeah, everybody was like, why are the Lakers playing their regulars when they're already locked into the one seed and the Nuggets are closing this game with 
Kitabates Dion. Uh, the reason was the Lakers have looked like shit in the bubble. Yeah. They had the worst offense, the worst three-point percentage. Le- LeBron, I'm going to say it, he looked washed in that mm. third quarter. Kind of and it, it was weird because, yes, he wasn't going all out, but, you know, just – even some of the uh, the plays he was making in the half court, he just looked like so unathletic and he was yeah. moving so slow out there. So, yes, I think playoff LeBron will obviously be a different animal. I'm not ready to hit like the fire alarm on the Lakers yet, but there are a lot of red flags because the first in the first half last night, they did not look good. No. And then at times in the fourth quarter, uh, they were struggling to stop the Nuggets – Second unit of PJ Monte Dozier. Morris, PJ Dozier, Bull Bull, Mason Plumley, Katie Bates, Theop. They had such a difficulty stopping the Nuggets' second unit that Frank Vogel had to go to a two-three zone late in the fourth quarter. That's, That's insane, the Nuggets really. subsequently picked apart on the next possession. So I think there's a lot of questions about the Lakers, and um, yeah, I think if you're the Nuggets and you look at your road to the Western Conference Finals and potentially the NBA finals. You probably got to look at the Lakers and Clippers as pretty equal foes and, and equal opponents. And um, yeah, it's not like you're trying to avoid the Lakers no. anymore. In um, fact, I, in fact, you maybe you, there's a good argument to make. You'd rather play the Lakers at this point, dude. Um, yeah. They look rough. Okay. Uh, final update. One thirty. One thirty with a minute left. So um, I'm pissed. We're not watching this game right now. Yeah, I'm actually about to bounce and go do that, man. But thanks for potting. Yeah, for sure, man. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in this Clippers game. Uh, yeah, I'll see you at the bar. I did. Take it easy. I've said it before on the show. I'll say it again. The perks that Green Mountain Dental provides for DNVR listeners go above and beyond maybe any other perk that our sponsors provide. At Green Mountain Dental Group today, you guys can get a free Sonicare toothbrush, a $75 electric toothbrush that will last you years. All you gotta do is schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group to cash in on that offer. They are located 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Great people, great dentists, the only people I trust with my teeth. And you guys will get a free Sonicare toothbrush. All you gotta do is get a cleaning x-ray and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group today.